Okay. Welcome back to the 16mm Film Crew Podcast. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, at 16mm Film Crew Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at 16mm Crew Podcast and on Instagram at 16mm Crew. Okay. So, over the weekend, we did watch Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach. 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 And so we're going to jump right into that. So, initial thoughts. The voice story, it was messy. It was beautiful. I laughed. I cried. I got angry. It was an emotional roller coaster. I didn't. I didn't actually (laughs) cry. I was like, did you really cry? That'd be cool if you actually did cry, though. I didn't cry on this one. Surprisingly... The ones that get me teared up are the animated movies. So, in case you didn't watch Marriage Story, Marriage Story is about a couple, um, a talented theater director and his actress wife, who have filed for divorce, and she decides to move to California to pursue her, to further her acting career as an actress, along with their son. And then through that, it creates a conflict of the issue of who's taking the son and where they're raising him and so forth. Yep. Um, you guys know, I don't remember people's characters' names, but the actors' names, um, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson star as the husband and wife in this movie. Mm-hmm. My baby. <laughs> um, along with Laura Dern and um, Ray Liotta and the girl, oh, she was in Unbelievable. Which girl? She's amazing. Um, the heavier set one. Oh, the, the one you said one. you like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot her name. She's amazing in this. <laughs> she's like in two scenes, but she's great. And my initial thoughts on this was I thought it was amazing. Um, I'm a real dialogue heavy, performance heavy person. So like if if there is a movie that maybe doesn't like stylistically look amazing, mm-hmm. um, it won't matter to me if those elements are in place. So Noah actually is a really good writer. He's written a little like a lot of great movies before. But I loved this dialogue. Ugh, it was so good. Just pages and pages of dialogue. Ugh, long scenes. People were just screaming at each other. I was like, yes, give me the drama. Like, it was amazing. Um, and the acting was so amazing. The performances were great. And it was actually directed really well. Like, the shots and everything was really... I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It had a really re- realistic kind of style to it, where it's just like... I don't think he did a lot. He kind of just let the environment do what they do and he just shot it but mm. it still I looked thought that was a brilliant part of it yeah especially in the beginning where they were on the subway that scene stuck out to me because he used so that good. pole to separate both of them to mm. show their divide and you and i think it's like when it's like he's looking at her but you so you think he she's like in front of him or above him or something but she's actually like on the other side of the train and i was like so, oh, oh okay oh things went sour Mm, that was good. <laughs> this was just like a feast for the soul, I think, in my opinion. I do agree. It was. I enjoy it being very dialogue heavy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing Noah is really good at is dialogue. And the shots, they were really simple. They didn't really try and stylize the shots anyway. They took away from 
you know, what you're listening to or the actor's performances. Mm. Per se, you like, they weren't really like, you know, Dutch angles, the lighting wasn't like, oh my gosh. I'm, I, I say Dutch <laughs> angles. Dutch angles because of Joker. Not Joker because I'm saying, I'm saying stylized shots. You know? I don't think anyone's ever done this before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I just use it as an example. But they weren't really heavily stylized shots. Mm-hmm. The scenes, like you said, like they used the natural right. or used as much natural light as possible. Um, mm, I feel like. Adam Driver's performance was kind of lacking a bit. It was still good, but it wasn't as good as giving the giving the content he's given. Like when they're arguing, and the one thing that sticks out to me is um when he punches the wall, he like puts like a little tap on it, as like to say, oh I know I know like um the the every someone's have to fix this wall, someone just tap it lightly and make a light that where in that situation you just gonna go full on. Bam, and put a hole in the wall, like stuff like that. I feel like Scarlet carried a lot of their scenes. She carried a lot of the heavy emotional lifting. My baby did carry a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> and I think I think it's that I think it 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 spoke to her more because she has come from that situation where she's divorced and she has a child with the person already. So she's pulling more from personal experiences to emote and give her character more. I don't know if body. I agree with that. That's what it felt like to me. Okay. I honestly thought that was one of Adam Driver's best performances. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially seeing a, like a variety of his movies mm-hmm. in the past. He was a little, to me, he was a little, he held back. It felt like he was holding back in those other movies. In this mm-hmm. one, he was able to really emote and really try to show his acting chops. Mm-hmm. I believed it for the most part, especially... <laughs> That same scene, to me, that's where it culminated. That scene right yeah. there when he punched the wall. Mm-hmm. Where he's showing off that anger. And I mean, the only time I saw that anger in him in that scene is when it got to the part where I was like, I hope you die. And like, and I, that's the one time I was like, okay, it's there. You just kind of got to just pull it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think his character was supposed to be more reserved and restrained. Yeah. I think that was the point of his character. Yeah. So him not showing all of his emotions makes sense. Front, if you think sense. if you think about the character, not the actor. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the point. That is the point, like of acting. Yeah, I mean, but that point was the bottle, the the explosion, where he couldn't take anymore. Yeah, I, I think what they did well was, and what um also that Adam mentioned in an interview was that they try to switch your alliances because at first you're kind of with Scarlett. You're like, yeah, yeah, she feels like she doesn't have a voice. Like there's a reason why she's leaving. But at the point where they're having the argument in the house, you see it from his point of view and you're like, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. He's like, you decided that you weren't happy anymore. I didn't decide with him at that point. And I was like, I s- oh, okay. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, maybe. I sided with him earlier. I, I was like, I get, I get, because like at, at first he's like, we're a New York family, and it feels like he is being very selfish. So whatever she's outlining as this is his character, that's how you kind of see it from her point of view. But when they switch it, and now he comes to LA and he has to try to like figure this stuff out for his son, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, I get what you're going through. Like, I feel that you didn't know who you were, so when you guys got married, mm. so. 
as you guys continue to grow together, things weren't matching up. But it's not like she was ever like, hey, I'm unhappy. It's when things got so bad, then she was like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And he was like, what the heck? (laughs) I I like the fact that they kind of, they do make you kind of pick sides early on Mm -hmm. without knowing it. In Mm -hmm. the first, like, five minutes of the movie where they're giving their letters to each other. Yeah. They kind of make you pick sides you don't know it yet but basing on basing on the information you're being told mm. and the situation you kind of infer like i i sided with adam driver's character really quickly because i realized no i did the realize i realized why his character was the way it was like he's coming from an abusive family mm-hmm. he went to new york on his own completely trying to disconnect himself from his family whereas scarlet she her character was with her family really close mm-hmm. so i can understand why once the relationship started to sour in his mind it's perfect because it's a situation he always wanted my wife is here my son is here i'm in new york i'm successful and he's not thinking about anything else that's going on because his lifestyle and how he's parenting like he the whole movie is mostly him he's not really fighting for the marriage no, he's, he's fighting not. for the kid. He's fighting for the kid because yeah, he even true. said he doesn't connect with his family because his father was like there's alcohol and abuse going mm-hmm. on, and even he's like, I want him to know I fought for him. Right. Like he's like saying if the oh, marriage is oh, done, the marriage is done. I want I want my son, which I I was pulling for Adam because I kind of thought Scarlett's character, I wouldn't say selfish. She wasn't vocal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think she was. I think they were both selfish, actually. Yeah, I think they were both but incredibly his, selfish. His selfish actually. was more. I empathize with it more, in a way. Okay. I mean, yeah. I kind of felt like. Okay, so I already told you this. I kind of felt like they didn't need to get divorced at all. They didn't. That's my that's my feelings on it. My feelings on it was go to therapy, fix that stuff, especially when you have a kid involved. You don't want to. You don't want to go through that, and you can see kind of the damage that was being done to both of them because they were trying to hold on to this kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were trying oh, to do yeah. the best for the child. They were spending all of their money on lawyers and stuff. And I'm like, y'all just know that there's another, there was, there were other ways to do this. But it also showed me that you just can't get married to anyone. Like, but it's, it's, <laughs> you really got to think about that. It started that, with her, though, because they were doing the mediation and therapy. Yeah, and be- she before Before the divorce, because mm-hmm. usually that's what you do. You, you do the therapy and do mediation before you actually do the legit thing to see, okay, if this is this really a bigger problem. And she was like, I don't want to participate. Right. right. She so. just gave up. Yeah. She's she could have like, come back there. I'm sure mm-hmm. that something would have clicked in. I mean... They were trying to be like, oh, we're not going to do lawyers. We're going to keep this civil. Yeah. But what the issues are is that, like, this person has a lot of feelings that they haven't expressed yet. Yeah. So you can't really keep it civil if someone's not telling you what's actually going on. And that's what I was kind of upset with her about because I'm like, yo, how are you going to fix anything if (laughs) you're just going to walk off? And that that was my main problem with her character. It was like. She was painting Adam as being selfish, which he, he was, absolutely he was. was. Like he absolutely was a selfish dude who just things were working out for him, so he didn't feel like he wanted anything to change. Yeah. However, she was also being selfish because she was like, "I'm leaving. I'm going to L.A. I'm going to pursue what I want to do. If you can't handle that, oh well. I'm bringing the kid. Figure it out." Like that was her. And I mean, yeah, you need to take agency over your life. But see, now, if you had spoken on these issues earlier, it wouldn't have gotten to this point where you were Mm. just like, bye. So, but I understood it from both sides. I love that, though. I love that they they showed all the the complexities of it. That was dope. 
I think that was probably my favorite part, just yeah. seeing the complexities of both people mm-hmm. and how they changed over the course of the divorce. Mm-hmm. As she was finding her voice, he already had his. Right. And they were trying to see where their child fell in between both of them. Mm-hmm. So I understand her going out and finding herself going out to, and um, doing her dreams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like you, like you said, they communicated. Mm-hmm. They could have worked it out. I think they. I think they could have. And maybe she didn't know earlier on. I think part of it also but. was that because she was finding a voice, mm-hmm. she didn't trust her own voice. Yeah. That's also why that she was went the to the, the lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. When she lawyered up because she didn't know what she wanted, <laughs> which is weird. How do you how do you find your voice when you don't know what you want? Because it's clear she didn't really know what she wanted. She didn't know what she so, wanted, right? You know, she was just trying to find it. But see, don't get married if that's your case. That's what. So the message that I received from this movie was: do not get married too soon. Like, really take your time. And I th- with and I think stuff. it's more so on her than on him, mm. because she even mentions with a lawyer. I was here wandering, still acting. Met a guy, wasn't sure about it. Then I just saw him at his play, and I fell in love. And what? <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Like she seems like a floater, like she kind of floats through life, right? Yeah, and he knows what he wants, so I can see how that is extremely attractive, and it, and it makes yeah. sense based on how they characterize their background, right? Because he, this his family, he's like, right. okay, I need to get out of the situation. Right. Whereas he didn't her, have the luxury of yeah. like having a great family. Her too. mom, his, the mom was acting. Mm-hmm. The dad, like she mentioned, the dad was gay, but the mom was still involved her mom and her mom feels like a hover a hover mom. parent I love the mom. her mom feels like a hover parent she's a little bit of a hover so no, she's always had that fallback so that's what it seemed like to me she's had she the fallback like, yeah but we still like hang out like we're still good friends she's still good friends with the kids exes i was like that's so no, crazy that's like, not cool <laughs> uh they were like stop hanging out with them it's <laughs> so funny i'm sorry this movie was like unexpectedly hilarious i was laughing so much and i think at the end I think Adam, to me, his character changed more mm-hmm. in the two of them because he actually made an effort. He's like, he realized I was wrong mm-hmm. in reading her letter. And I think had she read the letter before, right. it would have been I mean? fine. And like, after he read the letter, he was like, okay, this is not about me. This is, I still love her. Mm-hmm. And it's also about the kid. He's like, okay, I'm going to be in LA half the year directing here, mm-hmm. you know, and he makes a commitment to change to be more involved. Yeah. So. Um, my favorite part was when the lawyer they had like I don't know what that's called. Mediation? No. It's when the lawyers were at the courtroom and oh. they were discussing the case. Oh, I don't know. Is, is and that, they, were, they were extremely what messy. Is that, the deposition. I don't know what that's called, but um <laughs> that scene. I loved that scene. How we fired the old lawyers and got neither the bulldogs. of them really spoke. It was just about the lawyers making the cases and mm-hmm. <laughs> Laura Dern is my favorite actress. I think she's like top five for me she's amazing that girl took off her jacket she said oh you want to play <laughs> games now you want to go there okay that was amazing that was oh. so funny and the lawyers were saying stuff they always stopped and never emoted in a way yeah and i was like imagine if that was you in that situation and you're just hearing someone badmouth you but not even them mm-hmm. the representative and you're just like Oh, okay. So that's how you really feel. Okay, good. And it, it cool. is how yeah. they feel because you would never yeah. have brought it up yeah. to a lawyer if it wasn't in your mind. Yeah. So and they were trying to say that they were bad parents. I was like, dang, y'all are really the claws are out tonight. They were going for it. 
where the judge was like, y'all have more money than the rest of the people here. I don't have all this time for y'all. So I love the judge. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, y'all have the finances. Everybody else doesn't. Right. So I'm going to just pause y'all mm-hmm. and continue with everybody else. Yeah. But I like how they really kind of dug in, especially on things about women and how we have to try to be kind of the fixers mm-hmm. and the perfect people in the mar- marriage. We're not allowed to make mistakes, stuff like that. I think they really did a good job of presenting each side um, equally. Mm-hmm. Her, which is good. her point as being a woman and him coming from an abusive environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep things together. Like, it's not for you to try to be like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to find myself. It's like you're almost not allowed to be like, I need to find myself. You're expected mm-hmm. to be dutiful. And I was just like, yeah, that's real right there. I felt that. But it was so good. I loved it. And I heard that they, like, rehearsed it a bunch of times. Like, they went through each scene a lot. And they did a lot of takes just to get stuff right. Where did the two of them find the 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 time to for these two movies because they were shooting like both of them were shooting like three movies back to back they had she had avengers she had and she also had jojo rabbit going on he had the report he had star wars going on as well i have no idea yeah they found it somewhere they found some time to do it yeah yeah. but also they said they were both friends with the director for a long time they've been working on it for years yeah basically yeah before they actually shot it so i thought that was really cool Excellent I story. thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly, I'm gonna go back and watch it. Actually, one of these days, I don't know when, but <laughs> you gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, to watch it again. My only gripe about this movie was when the Adam Driver was singing, and it kind of turned into a little bit of a musical. Yeah, I, that I was like, kind of killed it, the tone. It, I said, it, oh, it made sense to me though because that's his character. He's theater. He's a theater director. He's and annoying. For him, and that's but, what that, no, that's and look, what that was. Here's like. the thing. But Scarlett got her monologue when she was speaking to the lawyer. Mm-hmm. So him talking about being lonely, lonely now mm-hmm. without his kid, without his wife, that's his monologue based on how he's feeling now. So it thematically made sense that that's how he chose to emote his emotions. Mm-hmm. So just Did didn't you, like it. Yeah, it was just weird to me. Yeah. Because I thought when he sang the song and then he got, and then he goes to sit back down, that was that was the end of it. But then he got back up and, and said, right, I said, oh, okay, went, well, uh, went back up. That's awkward. Like, he wasn't even supposed to have it. His voice oh. is kind of nice, though. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, felt, <laughs> I felt like um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I, can't, I don't remember what I was going to say. It'll come to you. What's it about? Wait, what was it about? You were looking at him singing? No, it was about something else. Okay. His voice being nice? I just can't remember what it Velvety was about. Velvety smooth, like... Oh, the cheating. So he cheats on his wife, right? Yeah. I thought they were going to make like a bigger deal about that. I don't think they you did. You think that would have been the deal breaker? Yeah, uh, and it kind of wasn't. Wasn't that means she knew about it and was just like, I was like okay, I guess that doesn't matter to her. <laughs> I mean, it did. She it had the computer to find the evidence, but but it he was the, very um, nonchalant about it. He was just like, yeah, you haven't slept with me a year, so yeah, she did. <laughs> what does this have to do with anything else? I said I, that, oh. at that point it lets me. It, I said, but, but, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> We're going to play those games now? I kind of agree with you. They should have made a bigger point about him cheating. 
that was almost like a non-fat like it was almost just like a that yeah, wasn't whatever the, it's an but affair, that, like. that wasn't the point of them his cheating after it after it was an, to, using the whole story as a crux him cheating was an emotional thing because she was already withdrawn he was like I, we haven't had sex in a year and everything was just building and building up it was to me it, like you know it was an emotional thing because you, it that chasm that no, builds. I understand why he so. did it. I'm just saying, I just thought the reactions to it were kind of. And remember, he never continued. Not human. The, he, I don't know. If I, I can't. He didn't that continue well. their relationship after during the divorce process. You know. He, yes, he didn't have sex with her, but they were still friends. They were still working. They were still together, friends and working together. Which but is he didn't, weird he, to me. Like but he didn't. But he didn't go forward and be like, oh, we're already. In, I'm already in the divorce process. That means after that moment, like, I was kind of like. Post-nut clarity, I want to say the divorce situation. What did you say? Okay, post-nut clarity is... <laughs> uh, okay, is when people have people have relations. And after you realize you have these relations, <laughs> like, I don't really have like the, the same... <laughs> I don't have the same feelings. Children have some relations. Children don't have relations. <laughs> sorry. But that's I'm what sorry. it is. It's that clarity. That's that, oh, snap... After this moment, I don't really feel feel the same way I had about you. So I feel like the divorce was an emotional thing. Not divorce. Him cheating was an emotional thing. And the whole divorce process made him realize he still loves her and loves him, loves his family, all that stuff. And he never really engaged it further with her. That's not how I received it. I received it more of like, I just have a lot of stuff going on. I don't have time for you right now. Okay. That's how I saw it. Because that's what he said. <laughs> he said right I kind of see time, it like, the way that Dale says he I saw of, it, yeah. but I also see it in a way that this was an opportunity to add drama to this movie, and they didn't take it. Yeah, I thought this was going to be like even someone if blowing he, on the embers of the fire mention, that was already about to like. Oh, they did. Off. They did mention her, him cheating in the court case, and then it counted with you know it's illegal to hack computers. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and I was so, just like, yeah. It just didn't seem like it was that important for either of them. It was just kind of a thing that happened, and I was like, all right, well, if that's how y'all feel about it. But then she was like, I'm gonna cheat back now. Oh yeah, and she, she was definitely like, I just only want you to to finger me, and that's it. And I was like, if you go and cheat and get paid, if you're gonna do that, you might as well have gone all go the way. way, right? Like, you don't have to pretend for us. Yeah. Like, we <laughs> like, do your thing, girl. Like, let your freak flag fly, like. <laughs> That's just being petty. I'm a cheat, but she not really. Pe- I'm a cheat, no, no, but not really. That was right after cheat. they had the argument yeah. on the phone. And she brought up, like, I know because I had the computer. And she just got angry. It's like, and she cheated, but didn't cheat, like, all the way. I love that he was but like, she how didn't did you even really, know how to do that? But you could tell she didn't really like him. She didn't but, care. It was right. just like a. No, she remembered him. It was a control she, thing. She remembered him. She was like, oh, you're the flirty PA from the show. So. Yeah, it was it was a control thing. It was like, oh, he did this to me. I'm doing this. Back. Oh, he could sue her. Which is her. really why he, women actually the PA can sue her though. He could because she's the lead actress on the show. Yeah, he he's could, not going. He to. could say he was sexually coerced. Oh, and, and put a whole damp on the TV show. Ooh, thinking Mary Story Part <laughs> Two. Mary Story Part Two. <laughs> part Two. Was the PA the guy she ends up dating and then in the movie? I have no idea. I actually don't remember him. Because you only you only see the. You see the PA three times. You see him twice in the scene of the show when they're flirting, when he act, when she cheats on him, and then you see He's another kind guy. Of like a generic white guy. I I wasn't paying attention <sighs> to him at all. 
I'm gonna have to go back and check. I Maybe. Was like, okay, cool. She has a boyfriend. Like that was the end of my yeah. thought process on mm-hmm. that guy. Like, just he's just an inserted person to be like, oh, look, she's moved on. Yeah. She doesn't care about him. It's like I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Adam Driver's face. He was just like, oh. I felt that oh when he saw him for the first time. Yeah. And they kissed. It's just weird. Who was this? What? Yeah, give me my son. Just give me my son. And like, oh, you can come. You can come uh, trick or treating with us. You can be a ghost, and she just throws him a blanket. <laughs> Hateful. I love the sister in this, and that's where I'm ending. I just the sister is so me. When she tries to serve from the papers, and she doesn't know what to do. That was so. That was. I laughed so hard at that point. She was like, I need a rehearse. Like, I don't know how to do this. And then she was like, hey, you're getting, you're getting served. I don't know. I don't, and then she just walked off. I oh, was he, like, oh, he picks amazing. Up, like, yeah, he picks up the envelope and she goes, oh, no. And she pulls it from him. And she goes, gives it and back. And she gives it back to him. <laughs> I love those moments. This movie was so good. It's very deserving of everything it's getting right now. So, yeah, what are we waiting at? Waiting, waiting. Wait, we're waiting it. Waiting. Um, about five pounds now. Um, boom <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. My George, you stole my score. All right, that's two eight out of ten. So, all right, cool. Um, I'd give it seven pounds. Make it a full Will Smith though. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, oh, Will but Smith you went joke. for the five pounds. I was like, oh, you missed an opportunity there, friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10. I really, really liked it. Like, as soon as I started, my mom was in town, so I had to hang out with her. But, like, <laughs> I really wanted to finish this movie first. Like, my mom is here, but I'm watching. Hi, before. mom. I love you, though. She listens to the podcast. Hello, mom. I, did, I was watching this movie. And we should have watched it together, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. <laughs> cool. Watch these movies on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend, highly recommend it. Golden Globes nominations. Okay. Yay. So basically, over the weekend, Critics' Choice dropped their nominations. Golden Globes dropped theirs. And like this morning or yesterday, the SAG dropped their nominations. Award season is upon us, friends. Do you know what that means? That means somebody can play in Game of Thrones to get nominated for anything? Amazing. Yep. Red carpet looks. Can't wait. Billy Porter killing it. First of all, Billy Porter what? is my king. Okay? He is everything and amazing. Like, he slays harder than anybody else on that red carpet. <laughs> harder than every other person. I can't wait to see Billy Porter. I don't think his show's nominated, but I hope he just goes anyway. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> that's my prayer. My prayer is that Billy Porter wearing. shows up. Like, <laughs> so let's talk about these nominations, all the snubs, the surprises, um, who we hope will win. Mm-hmm. Mm. This first category is already tough. Can I not spell? I just put NGL like. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Golden. Okay. Golden. Mm-mm. I'm not stupid, I promise. Oh, no. Mm, no. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dakota Fanning. Oh. 
Dakota. She announced it. I was like, I've seen Jigga Dakota panning in anything lately. Okay. So, we have Best Motion Picture Drama. We're starting that off. Mm-hmm. 1917, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. Some Wait. of these movies have not even come out yeah, yet. Yeah, 1917 right? isn't even out yet. These not movies out have yet. not even <laughs> been released, and yet they are nominated for awards. I can't, I can't deal with it. Like, how is... What does that mean? Like... Like <laughs> two movies that anyway. No, two popes is out already. It's the only one that's not out is nineteen seventeen. Where is two popes out? I thought that's what's coming on Netflix. It's already out. It's already it's doing their theatrical distribution before Netflix. Oh, okay. no, that's so, yeah. why because I thought it was coming to Netflix yeah. and I was like that joy isn't on there yet. But mm. yeah. um. So yeah. <sighs> typical. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Whatever. Um. This is a tough category. <laughs> Who do I hope wins? Mm. Who do you hope wins? I don't know. It's, uh, I, I'm it's thinking probably, I'm going to say now probably Joker. Mm, yeah. But until, I can't say that Harley until 1917 comes out. Mm-hmm. I do have to watch that movie. I want 1917 to win. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I want it to win. We'll see if that changes once I see it. I, I I see like Irishman being the critics' darling of oh how was Irishman stubbed, but they released a Netflix statistic for it, mm-hmm. and a lot of like they said like over twenty seven million people watched it on Netflix, but they said a lot of people didn't watch the whole thing. Ooh. I wonder why. Maybe it was a three hour and forty something minutes. Yeah, time, so like. with a whack every hour, the two the, the year long the a week long runtime. No, yeah. I'm rooting for Marriage Story or Joker. I'm not sure yet. I can't. I, I need to wait until January. Like right. I need to wait to the day up to go to the right. decide what I'm actually going to do. Of, as of right now, I'm going for Joker. And based until I see 1917. I think Joker is going to win. And based, just basically, I'm going to copy what you're saying, Dale. We're on the same page today. Until 1970 comes out, I'm going with Joker. Yeah. I do love Sam Mendes. I'm gonna wait until I see the movie and then we'll see how it happens. Yeah. Okay. Best Motion Picture, Music or Comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Jojo Rabbit. This is the Famous. first category I've seen all the movies in. <laughs> you know, can I say that I feel so amazing going into award season because <laughs> yeah, I've Dolomite actually watched the movies. So. I'm like, yes, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this was great. This was actually amazing. I love it. Um. I love Jojo Rabbit. I'm. I really hope it wins or uh, Knives Out. I'll be okay with either one. I. I'm me. I'm pulling for Jojo. Yeah. I'm pulling for Jojo. I'm pulling for Jojo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I don't see Dolomite or Rocket Man winning because they're kind of they're more biographical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The comedic biographies, and I wasn't what? aware that mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a comedy. But okay, it's, what? I mean, what we, was it? I don't know it what it was. Really was, 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 a, was a, so slot it in there. It was like a <laughs> hodgepodge of different things. So I don't think it was dramatic at all. I think it was more comedy than anything. Yeah. So, so this seems right. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling for Jojo Rabbit. Wins. Woo. Okay. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama: uh. Cynthia Erivo and Harriet Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Charlie's <laughs> Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Charlie's Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger and Judy. Um, I haven't watched Little Women or Bombshell because they're not out yet. Mm-mm. Mm. 
<laughs> I feel like Joe Johansson really put her foot in this year. She did. She really put her foot in this year with Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story. Like she did. It. She did the damn thing. She really did. I'm gonna just say her for now since I haven't seen the other two movies. She's the one I want to win. I do love Saoirse though. I feel like I I'm giving it to Renee Zellweger for for Judy. Judy. But I feel like woke Twitter wants Cynthia. <laughs> Even though Harry was, mm? and I'm gonna mm. leave it at that. Good point. <laughs> We're not gonna get into it. Not, this. <laughs> not today. <laughs> I'm Ooh. pulling for Scarlet until I watch the other two movies and I'll make my decision. You didn't watch Judy yet either. I ain't watched, and I'm not going to. I don't really care uh, about Judy Garland. Oh, I'm sure she's amazing though, or right. she was when she was alive. <laughs> sure. God rest her soul. But you know. Yes. If she had a golden voice, I believe. R.I.P. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Christian Bale and Ford vs. Ferrari. Antonia Banderas and Pain and Glory. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. And Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. <sighs> where is Robert Pattinson? And oh where is gosh. Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse? I'm sorry. I'm really angry about that. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I am upset. Why is it not nominated for anything? You guys can all go... Huh. Jump off something and perish. Like you can, yeah, huh? they got stuff nominated that's not even out. Where is the lighthouse on here? You the lighthouse can, was, despite how you feel about it, it looked amazing. You can jump and off. The performances off a lighthouse. were excellent. So yeah, perish. Whoever made these decisions, perish. I'm probably Pat going. is going to get his due one of these days, and he's going to win something. Mara Pattinson, I'm holding you down. Anyway. In in the future, I see Kirsten Stewart nominated before Robert Pattinson in winning. What? I don't think that's true. It's not gonna happen. It's not. (laughs) What was that statement? (laughs) I I give it to I give it to Joaquin. Yeah, it's the Joaquin. I haven't seen Pain and Glory yet, but I heard it's. I heard it's great. Antonio's best work in recent. Yeah, I heard it's great. Memory. Um, I feel good for Antonio Banderas because he did that whole indie movie thing. Which most actors do when they're at his level where they're not getting the high casting roles, but his quality work has gone back up. But I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. A lot of times people kind of come right out the gate doing bigger movies, but they don't have the substance that you probably want as an actor. Yeah. And so you go back in the indie movies and then you kind of. That's what Rob did. So I feel like that kind of makes sense. That trajectory. Well, he only did like Harry Potter and Twilight and then did. So I can't really say. I feel like we don't. I feel like we're underestimating how big Twilight was now because it's 2019. But back in that day, it was probably the most important thing. I'm, 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 I'm basing it based on quantity. Like Antonio was doing big budget movies for mm-hmm. a long period of time. Robert was on like a four four or five year span. I'm just saying they did the same thing. I wasn't yeah. it wasn't like Oh, okay. I was comparing them. I was just uh, saying they did the same thing. I do have to put in a vote for Christian Bale and Ford vs. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. He did play his character very well. Really he had an accent. He had an accent and he did not lose his accent. <laughs> just saying. He had an accent? Yes he yeah. did. He's a Christian Bale's not American. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but wasn't he British in this? No, he's Amer is he's not an American. He's a one. British person in this movie. He is British. His so um, that's why I'm confused. Yeah, the no, the driver is like, British. He's supposed to be British. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Either way, he's good. I I just remember the other guy. Because I feel like he was just talking in his, his regular voice. It sounded like he was doing an accent. It sounded like yeah, it didn't sound natural. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so 
actress. Joaquin Phoenix has my vote. Of course he does. Cause Joaquin. Joaquin. Because he was excellent. Because Robert Pattinson is not right there. there. That really... Golden Globe... You know, Golden Globe is really do, isn't important. And I need them to do that. <laughs> like, y'all aren't... Y'all aren't important or real, like. But they act. But I think the actors actually vote like SAG on Golden Globes, though. I think SAG actors vote for the Golden Globes. That's the I think I think press Hall, 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 Yeah, that's not okay. SAG is SAG is they vote for each other, right? And then okay. also you know the members of the Academy do yeah. that for the Oscars. Okay, so actress Joaquin in a Phoenix. comedy or musical, Aquafina in The Farewell. Anna de Armas, Knives Out, Beanie Feinstein, Booksmart, Emma Thompson, Late Night, Kate Blanchett, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Beanie Feldstein? Anna de Armas for Knives Out, of course. Knives Out. Uh, I'm going with that. Okay. I, have not I haven't watched. seen The Farewell. I know Farewell, Farewell's a foreign film, though. Yes. So I haven't, I haven't seen it. Everyone's saying, well, uh, Aquafina's kind of like the front runner of this. Yeah. Um, I, sure, I give it to her. I'll give it to her because listen, she's been doing comedy for a while. It's cool to see her do something different. So who Aquafina? Yeah, so go for it. I I still I want to see um where you go Bernadette still with Kate Blanchett. I don't. Is it still playing? That I don't know. Look interesting to me but at all. I said nope. Nope. That's what you said. <laughs> no thanks. But I'm so proud of Beanie. Yay! <laughs> I need to watch Booksmart. I don't know why I'm procrastinating on it. I need to watch Pokemon. <laughs> I think I said that like this is my third time saying I need to watch Pokemon. So, it knew it was going to happen or it? Not good. <laughs> it means it's not going to happen. Exactly. Once it reaches three, it's not. <laughs> the odds decrease. And for actor in a comedy or musical, we have Daniel Craig, Knives Out, Roman Griffin Davis, Jojo Rabbit, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton, Rocket Man, Eddie Murphy. My name is Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. I don't know why I say it. My name is Dolomite. <laughs> Reverse those words there. Yeah. I want Roman. Roman. He yes. Excellent. My, my buddy excellent. Roman. But I also feel like they don't really give these awards to kids. Like they'll do. They'll give you the nomination, but they won't give you the actual award. Man, in every movie, like Golden World nominee Roman Griffin Davis. But he was so amazing for his first role. For his first role, and to be in what almost every single scene that there was. Come on, fantastic! The man's carried the film. He was excellent. I put my vote in for him. I want him to win. I do. Will he win? I don't know. (laughs) But I I feel kind of bad. I want to nominate Eddie Murphy for something, but he's been out. I feel like his performance been out. It's his. It's his career resurgence, so right. We might not know. I don't know about DiCaprio though, because to me, I didn't really like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that's I didn't like why. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm not like thrilled that it's nominated. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it is though. Because the director, duh. Well, you know, I enjoyed it, and his performance was great. But I don't think it really competes with these other films yeah. that are up here. I don't like think Daniel, so as a like the only comedic thing I can think in that movie is the whole thing, like when the girl was like, "Oh, that's some amazing acting." He starts crying. That's the only thing that sticks out to me. That was being funny, funny in the movie. I I felt like um. Wait, you talking about Nice at the movie? No, oh, um, once, once upon a time. time. Oh, yeah. I don't remember his character being that funny. To me, the funny character was um. Was Brad? Was Brad? Yeah, I don't. No, 
I don't know. So, and then you got Daniel Craig's accent and Knives Out. <laughs> that movie was hilarious. <laughs> Such a great movie. Anyway, but um, KFC CSI <laughs> donut holes, <laughs> donut holes and donuts and. It wasn't my favorite Leo role, so I'm not like no. pressed. I did not see Rocketman, so I don't know. But I'm sure Taron did a great job. He apparently he embodied like Elton, and like him and Elton were like good him friends now. Are, are like besties, <laughs> so, which is really cute to me actually. So. He really sang in the movie as well. Yeah. And his voice is so good, too. His voice is amazing. He also sang with Elton John in a concert afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So, Ooh, I'm a rockin' man. And so for supporting actress, we have Kathy Bates. Whoa, where are we? Oh, okay. We're on completely different lists. That's why I'm oh, like, um, okay. You, <laughs> yeah, you I've can been jumping by, around. Yeah, by, I'm like, sorry. kind of all over the place, huh? <laughs> you can go by your list. Oh. Okay, so Best Director Motion Picture, Boone Bong, hoon, hoon, Parasite. Oh, Parasite. <laughs> I'm going to get your name right, friend. Okay, Sam Mendes for 1917, Todd Phillips for Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm still mad 1917 is on here because only critics have seen it. Right. So fans can't complain. They have done like, this before, though. They've definitely done this before. I mean, this isn't the People's Choice Awards. You know what I'm saying? This is Golden Globe. So I guess it doesn't matter what we think or what no. we No. You know? Anyway. Like I said, the little clubs are a joke. Um, we're wow. just going to watch Billy Porter's outfit if he shows up. Right? Yeah, that's all we can. Yeah. That's all we're I here think for. one of the actress poses on us, if I remember correctly. Um, Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> yeah, Parasite. that's literally yeah. it. That's literally it. Yep, Parasite. That is the nomination. Um, best screenplay, motion picture: Noam Baumbach for Marriage Story, Boon Hoon Ho. The team behind Parasite. Yep. <laughs> Anthony McCartan, two boats, Quentin for Once Upon a Time, and Stephen Zalian for The Irishman. Okay. Hmm. It's a little difficult for me. In terms of screenplay, I'm going to have to give it to Noah. Uh, and when we say screenplay, are we... We're talking about writing. Okay. That's right how I want to make sure. I'm going to give it to Noah. Marriage Story was written perfectly. It was it was great. Parasite was good, but you know how I feel about that ending, so <laughs> you know how I feel about it. I'm gonna give it a par- um, not Parasite, Marriage Story too. Yep. I think out of all of these, I had the best writing. Mm-hmm. I also haven't seen the two popes, so I can't. It is good. Right. The new- I didn't say anything about that, but I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing the two popes. I gotta see that, and then I'll make my decision by January. <laughs> I have a feeling it might put me to sleep. What's so interesting about popes, but. <laughs> Unless they're saying something really, some next level stuff, then I'm I don't it. know who I'm pulling for this one, to be honest. <laughs> okay, is it Just say Parasite, so we have two in there. I need to know how to pronounce your name. Okay. <laughs> Bong Ho Jung? Highlight his name and put Bong it in Jun Google Ho. Translate and get the phonetic spelling of it or pronouncing it. Um. Did you I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't have a person. I don't have a choice in this one. I like them all. Either way, I'll be satisfied. Them all, okay. To be honest. Got it. Catch Okay. Best foreign language film: The Farewell, Les Les Miserables, Painting Glory, Parasite, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Parasite. Parasite. I want to see Portrait of a Lady on Fire though. I'm not too concerned about that movie. I kind of. I saw the trailer. I kind of know what's going to be about based on the trailer. This thing, mad artsy and it's artistic. It's French. Yeah. Which is cool. Parasite. <laughs> but like, since I haven't seen since I haven't seen that movie, I'm going on Parasite. 
Okay, cool. I'm going with Parasite because France is in there twice. That's cheating. <laughs> That's cheating. You don't get to do that. <laughs> but then, but the farewells, it, oh, farewell was what? Is it Chinese? Farewell Chinese, never mind. Don't you good? Be, yeah, I'm good. Best animated feature film, Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lion King, Ugh. Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Okay, so Let's say Toy I think the Missing Link was kind of boo-boo. <sighs> haven't seen Frozen 2. Don't plan on watching it. The visuals were great. The story was garbage, so <laughs> Toy Story. I haven't even seen Toy Story, and I'm going to say Toy Story. I feel the same way. Yeah. Does Lion King count as an animated film? Yeah, because was it actually animated? Don't know if it could be in that no, They were animated, but it was realistic in a way. It was garbage. Um, <sighs> Toy Story. I'm gonna just say <laughs> I'm gonna just say Toy Story for nostalgia's sake. Just give it a Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story. Well. Okay, best original score, motion picture, Little Women, Joker, Marriage Story, 1917, and Motherless Brooklyn. I'm going to give it to the boy Randy Newman, man. Randy Newman, which one did he do? Marriage Story. Marriage Story, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, it is right here. <laughs> he did all your favorite Disney stuff. He did. He is my favorite. You got a friend in me and stuff? Just give it to that man. Beautiful. On nostalgia strength alone. <laughs> um, I'm not, um, I think the score in Joker was really good, though. I think it was pretty good. So it's a toss up for me. I'm trying to remember. They're really going at it. Joker and Marriage Story, like they trying. have my votes for mostly everything. The two, the top two, I think Marriage Story got the most overall. Yeah. Um. Although good I heard Motherless Brooklyn had a pretty good. I did hear that score was good. Too. I heard it was good. I heard it was the only good thing about the movie. Oh yes. wow. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens on the day. Ew, I can't even with this photo. Okay. Best original song, A Beautiful Ghost from Cats. Um, <laughs> y'all sucking your teeth, but y'all know it's going to win something. No. It better not. It better not. <laughs> the only award it should win is Razzie for Worst Idea Possible. Yes. Ooh. So, let's be honest. I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man. Um, Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. Oh. Um, Spirit, my Beyonce song from The Lion King. And oh. Stand Up from Harriet. Give it to Beyonce. I haven't even watched Lion King, but just give it to Beyonce. Just, okay. If it's Jennifer Hudson singing for Cats, then Cats. It's not Jennifer Hudson, though. It's Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. It's Taylor Swift? Yes. Okay, never mind then. No, she doesn't get anything else. Hasn't she taken enough from her lives already? Like... (laughs) I don't care what it is as long as Taylor Swift doesn't win. Wow. I want Beyonce to win this because that song, forget about the movie, that song was on fire. Like, that song was so good. <coughs> that song slapped. I was like, yes, I feel empowered. Just go for it. Mm. All right. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. Annette Bening in The Report. Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers in Margot Robbie and Bombshell. Laura Dern. Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. Haven't seen Bombshell yet. I can't. I'm not watching Hustlers. I'm sorry. I heard it was good, but no, I also not. was like, Cardi B's in this movie, which means that she she didn't get a script. She was just... Cardi B? They, she was they making just released noises. her on the set. Oh, like, do whatever you want, sis. Oh, <laughs> Cash. My girl Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale's in it, though. Okay, I guess. That's the only reason why I actually like know about this movie for real, for real. Like, 
I heard it was good. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I'm not. I'm not sure. But Jennifer Lopez is really excited that she's gotten nominated for this. That's all right. Mm. The one movie she's not playing a white woman. Oops. Never mind. Sorry. Oh. Let's be honest. Her whole career, she's played white women. Let's just be real. Selena. Other than Selena. Every Selena. Other movie every other movie she's played a did you know the rest of the words so you just stopped nope um <laughs> nope I was just saying there's a dude in the movie who says Selena like that I'm just, oh, okay, I'm just saying I'm just like what was that Selena is that movie though it's actually really good okay yeah Lauren Dern has mine best the best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture <laughs> okay Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, Irishman, and Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time. Who am I voting for, guys? Al Pacino. Joe motherfucking Pesci. Really? Yes. I was thinking Al Pacino. Yeah, no. Al Pacino has my vote. Well, actually, hold Pesci. the phone. No, he doesn't. Brad Pitt was awesome in that movie. I'm going Joe Pesci. But Brad Pitt barely did. He just... He was great. Look. For me, he, he was He just looked around with a smoldering so look. That like, movie ain't happening. Okay, I got you. But Al Pacino doesn't like it, though. I just think that Brad Pitt was also amazing in this. Look, um, that movie does not exist in my head. Ain't nobody involved in that movie getting anything. So Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. Is he the supporting actor in this movie? I guess so. Oh, Joe Pesci? No, Tom Hanks. Isn't he, is he not the lead character? Nah, he's some not other guy is. the writer dude? Is yeah, the he's the lead character of it. Just stupid, but whatever. Where is Robert De Niro? Like, why wasn't he nominated for anything? We'll get to that later. Because we know. <laughs> the f- what did I say last time? It was the fight. He played himself. He didn't really do much. Oh, no. Thank you. The performance wasn't that great. It's It'll true. be up there for an Emmy, though. So, hey. Yeah. Not an Emmy. An Emmy? Emmy? Oscar. I do the It'll same for we'll Oscar. See. He hasn't shown up on the SAG either, and those are kind of the deciding factors before he, the Oscar nomination. Look, because he has clout. He's one of the major film festivals, Tribeca. So yo, when I learned that, I was like, yo, you're on another level, dude. You're cool. I started this festival. Ain't none of y'all. He produces so much good stuff. Gonna be on here. Okay. Best television series drama, Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and Succession. The Crown. Yo, I've been marathon and Killing Eve. That thing, good? I heard oh, it was good. That thing is good. Wait, where is it though? It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I thought it was on some next. It, like it is on a network, but because it is a BBC America, it's the BBC America show. And I didn't have that app. So. It's also it should be on regular BBC as well B- channel. I don't have cable. Oh, it's on Hulu. Um, yeah, I think it was a Showtime show originally, but it's good. The Crown has my vote because it was amazing. Olivia Coleman killing it. I need to watch the morning show. I've heard good things about it. Mm. Particularly Jennifer Aniston's acting really well in it. Oh, is so, that true? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. Just kidding. Oh. So it took her career this long for her to discover range. <laughs> and that's not a good sign. So no, um angry. It's true. I'm angry. It's true. That's not a good sign, guys. Speaking of Jennifer Aniston, best performance by an actress in a drama series. Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Nicole Kidman, Big Little Eyes, and Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. Um, Yeah, Olivia Coleman has my vote, always. Yo. Jodie Comer Jody won the Com- Emmy, though, so I'm, I don't know. She might have this in the bag. I was, I was like, kind of iffy when I, when I heard the... For for the last award you spoke about mm-hmm. for Jodie Comer, but then I watched Clint Eve. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going for Jodie Comer again. 
Olivia Coleman that's my vote who's your vote Jermaine I don't know I don't watch these shows okay <laughs> oh I see my babies both my babies all my babies oh, are in this category gosh. okay come okay on. so when I say when I say my baby <sighs> when I talk about my baby why is it creepy but she talk about her babies know, I never said of, it was creepy y'all said it was weird no sh- I don't really care are you sure? I just said I don't know why you're in love with a oh, Asian woman who thinks she's a tree. But hey, we go for Scarlett is on um, love probation right bounds. now. That's where she's at. She got, she put out some good movies, which is only the reason why we're inviting her in the conversation. Like, <laughs> so best performance She'll by be invited actor next year. in a television series: Brian Cox for Succession, Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones, Rami Malek. Hi, boo, from Mr. Robot, Tobias Menzies for The Crown, and Billy Porter for Pose. Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Rami Malik. I just want to see Billy Porter flaws. Yes. That's all I want. He's going to... Okay, so now that yeah. he's nominated, he's definitely coming, and now I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, can't I, don't, wait. I don't care. I, don't. I want Beyonce to make a song uh, about Billy Porter. I want them to do something together. I don't know what it is, but I want them to collaborate. Anyway. Yeah, Rami Malek is amazing and everything. He should be their spokes, one of their spokespeople for her Ivy Park line. How did Kit Harrington get this nomination? You know what? No, um, they had to put somebody from Game of Thrones up there. Should have put Peter because Kit literally did nothing in this last season. You're my queen, Shank. Not a single thing that he did was cool. They should just love not- you, babes. You're my babe, but they should just no. not put not put Game of Thrones up there at all. But I feel they like didn't people, get, they didn't get the nomination for the drama series. That's all I care about. But um, I think they realized people would have been mad if nobody in Game of Thrones was on there. But did Game of Thrones deserve it this season? No, it didn't. We're trying to forget about it anyway. We're not going to. Best television series, comedy or musical: Barry, Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Politician. I was kind of surprised to see that up there, but okay. What's up? Um. Fleabag. I'm assuming Fleabag is going to win anything, everything, anyways. It was also going up against Marvelous Miss Maisel, though. So I was going to vote Fleabag because I actually watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like Phoebe Waller Bridge. I think she's awesome. She is. She's she is such a cool does girl. So much work, man. She's amazing. Oh, she be talking about having three names. No, she does so much work. Like, oh. okay, if you watch Killing Eve, she did the first season of Killing Eve, mostly to writing. She's writing on James Bond. She's also doing her own show. Like, she's amazing. Yeah, she filmed in a Star Wars movie. Like, she's been doing her thing. Yeah, she's in Star Wars too. Um, the politician looks great, and the story's coherent, so I'm fine with it. Um. Mm the acting as well anyways Kaminsky method for me okay best performance by an actress in a television series Christina Applegate dead to me Rachel Braz uh-huh. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Kristen Dunst on becoming a god in Central Florida okay Natasha Leon Russian Doll and Phoebe Waller-Bridge Fleabag Kirsten Phoebe Dunst. has my vote Kirsten Dunst for me Kirsten Dunst I love that she was like she complained she was like um, Hollywood doesn't take me seriously I don't get a word for anything and they were like alright fine we'll, we'll give you a nomination because actually, she's actually good acting on this show so I'm sure she's a good actress I think she is actually it's, just that, it's funny that she complained about it and then they ended up let's be honest what would you have given Kirsten Dunst is not one of those actors like oh I gotta watch it so now she's actually finding something she's like Jennifer Aniston she's now learning what range is 
So, hey. We were saying that everything they did previously was garbage and that they weren't going to. The last thing I remember Kirsten Dunst for was Spider-Man for kissing Tommy McGuire. You didn't see any of her other... Well, she she does a lot of indie films, though, so maybe... I haven't seen her indie films. And also, she's not a person. I go, oh, she's in this movie, so let me go watch it. That's part of it That is also true. So... Um, there was also uh, Charlie's Angels. What? Kirsten Dunst. What? What? Wasn't she in Charlie's Angels? No, that's Cameron one. Diaz, my guy. Oh, man. I'd be mixing these white people up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, is Kirsten Dunst ever in Charlie's Angels? No. She was in Bring It On. She was in Bring It On. She was iconic in Bring It On. I'll give her that. But yeah, Goodness PBS. gracious. Angels. I'm mixing these people up, man. Yeah, you are. This <laughs> actor... In a comedy series, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader, Barry, Ben Platt, The Polish. Oh, cool, Ben. Okay, Paul Rudd, Living With Yourself, and Rami Youssef and Rami. Paul Rudd. I think Bill Hader's going to get it, but um, I like Paul Rudd as a choice. I'm giving it to Paul Rudd based on he's, he has to carry the show as two of the main as the two main characters. I'm going to finish Living With Yourself. Sorry, so... Guys. After I, all, I was just like, uh. <laughs> I kind of agree with you with Paul Rudd. He he showed more range than what I thought he had in him in the show, and he did carry the show. If he's not acting well on the show, the show's not a success. Exactly, because yeah, he's playing two main characters, so he has a he, yeah. I'm giving it to him. Ben Platt did do a good job in the politician, but yeah, I'm giving it. Uh, I'll give it to Paul Rudd, kind of. I'm kind of split between. No, don't change your vote. No. It's okay. We can have more in the ballot. (laughs) Best Television Limited Series, Cat 22, Chernobyl, Fosse Verdon, The Loudest Voice, Unbelievable. Chernobyl, I guess, will win, but Unbelievable was so good. I didn't see Cat 22. I'm going to say Unbelievable. Well, I got from now until when they actually release the the actual awards. So in January, to watch these shows. Because I haven't seen Loudest Voice, I haven't seen Unbelievable, and I haven't seen Cash 22. So. Okay. Yeah. Best performance by an actor in a limited series Christopher Abbott, Cat 22, Russell Crowe, The Loudest Voice, Jared Harris, Chernobyl, Sam Rockwell, Fossey Burden, Sasha Barry Cohen, The Spy. Oh. I have not seen any of these things. So I'm just going to go with Chernobyl, because why not? Sasha Barry Cohen. Jared Harris. Actually, no. Forget that. I didn't even see this show, but I'm voting for Sam Rockwell because I support him in anything. I'm going for Sasha Baron Cohen. Why is that? It's a it's a drama. It's a serious thing. He like he plays an um an Israeli spy. Oh, that's cool. So based on that, maybe I'll watch that over there. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds break. very interesting. Based on it not being his usual comedy wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So this man's I going from banana hammock really thongs actor, so. to being a serious actor. From wearing thongs to this serious. man has scarred my eyes. You know that, right? <sighs> Very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it to Sasha. Okay, best performance by an actress: Caitlin Denver, Unbelievable; Joey King, The Act; Helen Mirren, Captain the Great; Merritt Weaver. That's her name. Merritt Weaver, Unbelievable; and Michelle Williams, Fosse Burden. Caitlin Denver was awesome and Unbelievable. But so is Merritt Weaver. I'm gonna give it to her because I loved her. Michelle didn't win a um. She didn't win a um. She won the Emmy. She won the Emmy. Hmm. But that doesn't actually mean that you'll win the Golden Globe. But it kind of 
helps your odds a bit. No, winning one of these helps your odds with with the Emmy. I don't know. The Emmys kind of seem like their own little island. We don't know. Okay. I don't know. No one knows. I haven't seen Catherine the Great. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to see that. Um, okay, best performance by an actress in a supporting role: Patricia Arquette in the act, Tony Collette in Unbelievable, Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies, Emily Watson, Chernobyl, Helen, Helena Bonham Carter in The Crown. She's honestly Helena is great in everything. She was great in Fight Club. Yo, Tony Collette just saw the strength of knives out. Tony Collette's amazing. <laughs> just saw. Um, <laughs> All the strength and and she was out. amazing and unbelievable as well. I don't know. This is a hard category for me. And Meryl Streep's amazing and everything. So, But uh, does she deserve anything else? I feel like she's gotten enough. I feel like Patricia Arquette's a sound. You've, you've, seen, you've seen the act? Nope, I haven't. But, okay. she, you know, she's always in all these things. I so. heard she was really good in it, though. But Tony Cole has my vote. Okay. Best performed by an actor in a supporting role. Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method. Karen Culkin. Okay. Succession. Andrew Scott and Fleabag. Still in Skarsgård, Chernobyl, and Henry Winkler and Barry. Yo, I forgot Aaron Culkin was Macaulay Culkin's brother until I started watching Succession. I was like, I've seen him before. And then I realized Scott Pilgrim. And I realized, oh, that's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Whoa! I so didn't Karen know that. My oh, mind yeah, that is his brother. That's I don't know why the name, last name didn't click for me for some odd reason. When I looked at that, I was like, oh. is he related to him? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. I'm, I'm, you you think you see the last name? I oh. just thought he was a guy that looked like him. I didn't even look his I, name up. I'm Andrew Scott just because he's Andrew Scott. He is great. Stone Scar so, I think Henry Winkler should take it. He's cool. And the only one, only person here who's seen Fleabag is Jermaine. But I don't care. I'm going for Andrew Scott just because he's Andrew Scott. Sure. <laughs> wow, he does look exactly like Macaulay Culkin. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I, I feel stupid for not. He looks just like him. I feel stupid for not putting so crazy. for not putting together faster when just reading the last name. You know. Wow, that's really crazy. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, so cool. that's the nominations from my list. I think that's all of them. So here are my issues with it, right? Mm-hmm. When I read the list, I was like, "Yeah, this seems about right," and I was like, "Hold, hold the phone. Where's the lighthouse? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. I'm upset. Cause come on, like even if you didn't like the movies, those performances were fantastic. Like they, they got on the remote cheated. Island on. They filmed on Oscars. You, you guys better take care of it. Cause I mean, if they not, ah, I'm just so angry. I'm gonna like, tell our fans to riot have, if like, you guys don't do it. There are no women nominated in the director's category. None. Come on now. What? Ava DuVernay, not there. Olivia Wilde, not there. <laughs> Greta, not there. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Like, what are they so afraid of? That they're going to win? So what? Like, they deserve the win if they did good work. Right. You can't. That's just so stupid to me. And. That's why I said the Golden Globes are a joke. Like, I meant that. <coughs> I meant that from my heart. Yeah. The only one not joking there is Billy Porter when he shows up all blinged out. <laughs> <laughs> my concern is that you're gonna put act, if you're going to put um, stuff that hasn't come out yet, like movies up here, like Little Women, Bombshell, mm. and um, uh, 1917, 
why not put Adam Sandler up there for Uncut Gems, which yeah, all the critics have said is one of his best roles I'm in pretty sure history. It is. So y'all can put these other movies and not put that, and you don't you don't have Lupita Nyong'o up there either. She's nominated for a SAG, so they kind of not sort of self-corrected that, no, but not really. No, give her all the give her all the recognition she deserves. There are no women. There are no Billy Porter's the only person of color. In this Cynthia Erbo is in there too. Billy Porter is the only person of color on this list. Okay, you can't ignore the fact that <laughs> she's up there. Even if I'm not taking like the movie, it. Like. I'm not taking it. I'm, I'm and not. so is Eddie I, Murphy. I, I Eddie Murphy's in there too. Eddie Murphy too. So there's no woman of color on there. I'm not taking Cynthia this. Erbo is on the ca- you can't it. stop. You have I don't to, want it. You have to acknowledge I'm, that. You have counting. to acknowledge that. And when I say color, I mean black person because J Lo plays white women in her movies. Oh my god. So. Ain't Whoa. no woman. Ain't, fine, we have one woman to call it. Are you happy? Scarlett Johansson is that one woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's my no. baby right there. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a, Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> my heart for that. Like, <laughs> there's no, oh there's God. no diversity. I shouldn't do that coming at all. <laughs> I was gonna go Asian, but Aquafina's there, and I was like, no, it won't work. Aquafina's already there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, that that will never not be funny. Like, I'm sorry, it won't. <laughs> that that is you funny. have your bays. You have your bay. Oh, so good. I have my interracial Scarlett Johansson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah there's a that this is a joke. There's a lack the, of diversity. Wait till the new James Bond come out. I might have a new bay though. Oh. Who? The dark skinned lady who true true true. I didn't know she'd she be looking Britain. like an African treat. So now she, she has a British accent, and I was like, "Ooh, you just got so sexy." True. You were really tough though. Ain't touching Anna job though. Starfire Titans ain't touching her. Mm. I don't know because they got her a good weave this year. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, they, ooh. They did do my girl dirty in that first season. They yeah, did wild ooh. dirty. They gave her that. They gave her that good weave. Ooh, that weave. Ooh, <laughs> dog. A good weave on women could take you from like a seven to like a a, a twelve. Apparently so. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, the Golden Gold are a joke. Um, I'm just there for the red carpet looks and for Billy Porter. Billy and Porter. we're done with that. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> okay. On to our questions. Oh, wait. No, we have No, because we've had like three movie trailers come out. That's we've had Wonder Woman. Yes. So, I don't know how I feel about Wonder Woman. I, I didn't watch it. I actually forgot. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't excited about it, to be honest, so... Oh. I did watch the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I, in Wonder Woman, I want. Well, they're gonna reveal in the movie on how Steve is in 1974, 84, 84. Same years, you know. Yeah, they're I don't think that music's way different. Back Everything then. changes. I did realize the parallel of what they did though with um, Kirsten Wiig's character. She's playing Cheetah, which is one of one of Wonder Woman's main avatars, and the shot they picked. Looks very reminiscent of Michelle Pfeiffer after she becomes Catwoman, because you see the change. Like they're both bookish and nerdy, and then when their transformation happens, they oh, yeah. very that black dress and their hair is all done. So I was like, I like that. 
that's a nice callback to that. Good job, Patty. Stereotypical <clears throat> superhero, though. Who? I feel like a stereotypical superhero. Wonder Woman? No, the, um, you know, the nerd into the The ugly show. duckling turns to the swan? Yeah. It's I a trope. I've seen it so many times. Um, I just, you know, I would be so down for this movie if it wasn't for Gal Gadot's acting. Yeah. She looks like, she sounds like she's just reading lines for the first time. I don't it's art by her at way. all. <laughs> so it's going to be difficult for me to watch a movie that's carried by her. Like, I'm not, I'm not really sure how I feel about it, to be honest. I feel like it's more of a take it or leave it. And you're going to watch it, but you're not going to take it seriously. I, and, I, and I still so. don't. And I guess because it's, she's the first live action interpretation of Wonder Woman we've had in a long time. I still don't, in my head... I don't picture her as Wonder Woman. I pe- I hear appear like, dang, I forgot her name now. You've seen um the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. the lady from the episode where they help the village. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I pic- uh, yeah. In, in her head, I always picture as like Wonder Woman if they did a movie. You know, I feel like not to be sexist, but I think Gal Gadot look too skinny. She maga. <laughs> as my she, parents would, as my parents little, would say, she's a little feminine. She's too skinny. Too skinny, she maga. Okay. <laughs> um, she doesn't look. I don't know. I've got. I've gone over it. But hey, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, my yeah. boyfriend. He's in that. Your who? My boyfriend. She has to say boy because he's not of Asia. He, he, Ooh. How old is he? Like sixteen? I don't know, but he's not of age. He can't be a baby yet. He, he's not. He's not old enough for that yet. We're talking about. Weird. He's my son. That's my son. That's your son. Oh, okay. he's my son. Um, it looks cool. I love the fact that they like disregarded the remake in its entirety. Like that. That movie did not happen. Wow. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, we that's don't, true. We don't think about <laughs> like, that at all. It didn't exist. And it would be cool if they did an Easter egg with them on a picture somewhere with dust all over it. Like, they tried, like, a couple years ago, these four women tried to stop ghosts, but it didn't turn out well, like, something like that. Mm. Yeah, no. We don't remember that. Shout out Jenny McCarthy. Okay, you can if you want to. <laughs> Paul Rudd's in this. <laughs> you know, she's got other stuff going for her. I think she's in town shooting a movie. Oh. Jenny McCartney? Yeah, I think it's like a superhero movie. Jenny McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy? Oh, Melissa. Y'all know these are two different people, right? McCarthy. They all, they all the same. Nah, they, these women don't look the same. I'm going to promise you that. They don't look anything alike. I need you to research. You know, last names, they mean yeah, something you know. to people. Yeah, you think Jenny McCarthy? That was like, Jenny McCarthy hasn't been in anything since like the real world. Like, I haven't seen her in anything. I thought her name was like Melissa McCartney. No, Melissa that's McCarthy not Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is the actress, like, who was in Bridesmaids and The Kitchen, if you want to talk about No, that. she is, I don't even know, names, whatever. Yeah. The, 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 the. the you knew what I was talking about. You all knew what I'm talking about. I didn't know what you were talking about. The fire-headed one. Yeah. Yeah. The plus size one. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's not offensive. I'm a big guy too. So hey, I'm plus size. I'm, I'm a big guy too. I understand. <laughs> she tried to take over, but it didn't work. Um yeah. So I'm I'm happy they ignored it. People are gonna be offended by the fact they just glossed it over. I don't think they but the movie be. was bad. <laughs> I think we were all on the same page with that. We're moving so, forward now. 
I don't know. I, I, I maybe used to do. I do like the fact that it's the um the original director from the first two movies. His son is directing it. Yeah, I think that's what. It's so cool. it keeps it in the circle, even though you know, um, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd didn't want to be involved in it. I can understand why. So, but they gave their blessing for the last one. So, and I can understand why they didn't want to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hmm. Someone said it was Stranger Thingies, and I was like, was is that just because <laughs> the kid from Stranger Things is in it? <laughs> like, I don't really see anything Stranger Thingies about it. The music seems very serious. Like, oh, they, they're, they're, making it, they're, like they're making it very real, mm-hmm. and I feel weird being. I don't know how. I have to watch it because I'm kind of iffy, like about kids hunting ghosts. Like these kids, are, like in middle school, hunting ghosts. Why is it weird? Why is it more weird? than adult hunting them. You know what I I'm saying? For kids, know. it kind of makes sense for them to be doing it. Out of curiosity, yeah. yeah. I know, and so I'm saying, so I, have, I think I have to see the more trailers. This is the first trailer. They're going to come out like two yeah, more. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. So, but they look too young to drive. That's That girl was in the driver's seat. No, I Finn said, was. On Finn was. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. girl, what did you Finn maybe, because like? you could say, oh, he has his permit no, or whatever. No, Finn was like 16. Yeah, so. In real life, I think. In the movie, though. So but, in the movie, he might be the same. You know. So you could say, oh, he has his permit. That's why he's driving. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll that see. seems like a cool movie. Uh, what was the last one? Uh, two um, Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, I think it's what? Oh, six? Free Guy? We, Free we Guy. Free guys, six underground. Yeah. This is around, yeah. And then Free Guy is the other one. Yeah. Where he's playing a, um, a video game NPC who realizes he's in a video game. I'm gonna say this. I have Ryan Reynolds fatigue. I don't really care about anything how do you, he does. How many how, Ryan Reynolds fatigue? Yeah. If he hasn't been how? in anything, I feel like he kind of does the same thing in everything that I see. I think plays himself. Yes. So it's, it's kind of annoying. It's been working though. I mean, he'll get the paycheck, but in terms of something that I'm actually want to like sit down and watch, I'll watch Six Underground because that seems insane. But like. I think outside of um, Deadpool, I haven't seen Deadpool till yet. No, no, the only movie I actually want to willing go, willingly go see him in okay. was Safe House. That was been like a couple years. Oh, ago. I remember Safe House. He was he was pretty good in Safe House. And I assumed after Safe House he'd go that more serious actor route. He did nope. not do that. No, mm-hmm. yeah, he said uh, he did the complete one eighty and did something I'm a, completely different. This is a one off, guys. He's like, I'm, hey, I'm gonna be Pikachu now. I'm just not gonna do you know la- national <laughs> lampoon movies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we need that, Beijing. We got three kids. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Blake, hey, Blake I'm out not here. Grind, bro. Blake with her expensive expensive fashions. You know, this comedy thing makes me money. I gotta do it. Blake's very expensive fashion. He's <laughs> like a grandfather. Her shoddy things. But, yeah. Okay, so any reviews, weekend recommendations? I don't have any. I don't have any either. Cause I have stuff I'm looking forward to that yeah. I've been delaying. Although, just released today. It's kind of dating the pod, but whatever. They just released a... The um the date for Matrix Four with Keanu mm. coming out the same time as John Wick. And my same boy day. Jonathan Groff is in it from Mindhunters. So, Can't wait. Now I'm excited. So that's like a Keanu Reeves double feature in one day. You either go see Matrix and then you go see John Wick. I'd probably go see Matrix, not John Wick. I'm gonna probably see Matrix. Yeah, as well. Probably won't see either, but. <laughs> Might. <laughs> you might. <laughs> I might. You might. Um, 
I don't have any. I don't have any. I was watching Boy Meets World and I was just like, Ugh. oh my gosh, Adam Scott was in the show. I had no idea. Yo, I actually was screamed. <laughs> I said, hold the phone. <laughs> I don't remember him being an actor before like 20, 20, 2003. Until, so I kind of had no recollection of him before Parks that. Yeah. I had no idea who this man was. I really wanted to see it because I know that one of the characters dates a black girl, so that's the only reason I wanted to watch it. Yeah, but that um, happens Sean, mad when seasons in, was, and yeah, by that season. by that time the show isn't good anymore. Like at first when they was when they were younger, it was funny, but like now. Just go to the last two seasons if that's what you want. Yeah, I guess I'll watch the last two seasons. <laughs> that's probably the, those I'll are probably the seasons good. you remember the most though. Maybe. So. Yeah. Huh. I've been watching x-men on disney plus from 1990 and it's funny because i'm watching these episodes it's like exactly like the timeline of the x-men movies that came out yeah they can repeat the same stories yeah so so it was pretty cool seeing it how it's supposed to be more like how it's supposed to be I remember growing up thinking Wolverine was the guy. Wolverine was not the guy. Storm was the guy. Oh, Storm held it down in the car. Oh, yeah. Storm was it. Storm, Storm and Rogue and Cyclops. All three of them. There was the crew. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. All right, cool. I think that's our show, everyone. That's our show. A bleep, a bleep, bleep. That's all, folks. I don't know why. <laughs> because I, I changed my seat. When you started talking, you're on my left. You're on my left side. And because I have my headphones, and I still thought you were on my left. And there's nothing. <laughs> Woo! It's getting late, baby. All right, cool. So I'll see you guys next week. Love oh, to all. Au revoir. Good night. Goodbye.